Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes, and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am going to be talking about the Indian film from 2020, titled The Disciple. Uh, this is written and directed by Chatyana, uh, Chatanya Tamhain. Man. Chatanya Tamhain, written and directed, uh, stars uh, Aditya Modak, Uran Dravid, and Samitra Bhav. Did my best on those. Uh, this is a movie about self-doubt, sacrifice, and struggle, uh, how all of those things converge into an existential crisis for a devoted classical vocalist. Uh, as the mastery of as the mastery he strives for remains elusive, a man's passion for mastering the classical Indian music, Indian classical music, I should say. Which is a beautiful, like I'd never known the what that music sounded like. Classic Indian film music uh, reminds me a lot of the meditation uh, s- tracks that I like to meditate to. Um, has the beautiful instrument of the sitar, and then almost the the singing style is very unique as well. Anyway. So <clears throat> that was a new revelation in watching this film. Over overall, I really uh, related, I would say, to the character in many ways, to this main character, right? The lonely journey of an artist trying to master a very specific art form. Um, so I liked it a lot. I liked there's there's aspects of it I like. There's definitely the the struggles that he has are very relatable to me. Uh, so I did enjoy this film, and uh, also I like that it, you know, introduced me to a new genre of music that I didn't even know existed, or didn't know that what category it is, even though I probably have heard it before. But in the beginning, uh, there's this voiceover where he's like riding his motorcycle through town, uh, and it's talking about what to expect when pursuing Indian classical music. Right, it's considered an eternal quest to try and master this style of music, and to embark on this quest, you will have to surrender and sacrifice. Uh, you want to, if you want to earn money and raise a family, then go and perform love songs, go and write music for for movies. This is not the path you should take. Right, do not tread this path. If you want to walk this path, uh, learn to be lonely and hungry. And let me tell you, that is some sage words of advice for following almost any passion. There is always the option to, quote-unquote, sell out. 
to follow trends, to make popular music, to make popular artwork, whatever is trending at the time. You could probably find a lot more success in doing that. But if your passion, if your desire is to follow and to uh, go on the journey of a specific form of art that may not be trendy at the time, um, then it's very difficult. It's a very lonely, very difficult journey to take. So I kind of, those words, the voiceover, basically it's what he's listening to on his headphones, these tapes that he's uh, transferring into digital, these old tapes of this old master of Indian classical music, um, these lectures that she gave, uh, these words of advice that I, I definitely heeded, which is interesting considering what we find out about this this person, but <clears throat> um, definitely a statement that could easily be made about many artistic pursuits, right? It's, in my opinion, how I view it is that I am on a lifelong journey. I am going to spend the rest of my life pursuing my artistic creative endeavors, whether it be with art, whether it be with this podcast. And constantly growing, constantly learning, constantly trying to get better and evolve and grow as an artist in these different uh, types of disciplines, right? And you definitely have to sacrifice. Uh, there's a lot of personal connections that get sacrificed. A lot of financial security is sacrificed. It is not, uh, it is not a, a path that is uh, accepted or fits well within the the type of societies that we exist in uh, currently in this in this world it is something that you have to realize that it's it's going to take a long time it's not easy and it's uh, a lot of people won't even understand it they won't talk about when i was into podcasting before people even knew what podcasting was one of the most difficult things to describe to a person uh, and why i would spend time doing such a thing Right At the heart of this film, it's about what it takes to follow that path, to be on that path, to stay on that path, to stay true to that path. Uh, but in many ways, it also poses questions of the path's validity. Why would, even, why would you even do such a thing, right, to begin with, right? And whose footsteps are you following in? Are those footsteps of a person that maybe are falsely on some pedestal that you put them on right how worthy are those people that you put on a pedestal which is also a very interesting kind of a a thing especially now that we're living in a time where we find out so much more about people we find out how flawed a lot of people are the idea of having to separate the art from the artist is something that most people have never had to consider. We never really knew the personal lives. We never really knew the qualifications of these people. In a lot of ways, we just kind of went on whatever was told to us. And now that we're living in a time of exponential connectivity, uh, we end up finding out, we see what skeletons are on people's closets. We see how people could have easily lied, especially if you look back in history, like, it was so effortless for somebody to just completely fabricate whatever they wanted. Like, the only qualifications you would need to be a doctor at a certain point in human history was just to tell people you were a doctor. Like, legitimately. 
and uh you know we're living in a d- completely different age now and also in this movie <clears throat> the music reminds me a lot as i said the meditation album that i i listen to a lot right the in- instrument itself that they use has that very twangy psychedelic sound the sitar that that they're playing kind of a beautiful sounding thing that plays in my meditation album that i listen to a lot and uh even the way they sing like it almost looks they're in a trance when they're singing and also it like in general the music kind of reminds me of like free jazz or experimental jazz where like there's moments that seemingly feel like absolutely chaotic like it almost just like noise and then somehow they come back together and comes back into focus there are definitely moments in this music um that have that same kind of a quality that you would see in crazy sound which i've been getting into listening to more of that free jazz or experimental jazz which I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that as just like a way i don't know for whatever reason recently that that type of art that feels chaotic and then somehow comes back into focus like is able to like expand and contract in that way i've i've related to a lot and it's interesting to see those similarities in this music as well right and even the singing is so different than anything right it's almost similar to like how the sitar sounds itself right very beautiful absolutely kind of sounds like almost like the the tarzan yell or even like yodeling in some ways just absolutely fascinating I, I found the music in this movie to be very beautiful, right? <clears throat> and even during the performances, it's almost as if the person singing is also conducting the other instruments that are, are accompanying them, which the entire aspect of it, like the performance of it, the sound of it, the singing, this kid going to classes, learning, practicing to to be able to sing in this way is is amazing so different so new and so to me so new very old in india but uh just beautiful it it, very unique type of a beauty um there are specific things i want to talk about in this movie um so i will be getting into spoilers but overall like for a movie about an artist trying to learn following his guru trying to learn how to master this old type of musical art form from india and how important that is to him and how that helps shape his life if that sounds like a movie you'd be interested to i highly recommend checking it out the disciple it's on netflix uh it's great and it's you know it's uh i mean it it could almost be a documentary but it's not um but i want to get into spoilers so spoilers from here on out if you don't want to be spoiled you've been warned um you know it's amazing seeing in this movie him dealing with people who want him to like quit or who want him to get a job. They're like, well, why can't you just fit this in with getting a job like all of your friends? And it's like so hard to just convince yourself to follow something like that in so many ways. And then to be surrounded by people who don't support that and don't understand what you're doing and are constantly trying to take you off of your path to distract you from your path is just it's it's painful to watch it's like understandable from their perspective 
right? Why don't you live a normal life? Why don't you go like you, if you don't want to be poor anymore, why don't you go get a job? Why don't you do these things? Why don't you do the same thing that everybody else does? But like if you're drawn and you're passionate about following a thing and to develop and go on a journey to learn a thing and to express yourself in this way, it's like you can't help it. You can't help it. It's just like it's it's it feels like that is the only thing in life you care to do. And if you're forced to do anything else, then what is the point of living? At least from my perspective, that's how I kind of take those moments um and it's interesting to see that expressed in this movie right asking him to focus less on his art right work like his friends do and uh you know it's hard when people don't understand it and don't respect what you're doing right like if it doesn't immediately translate into income like what's the point of even doing the thing and so often right when somebody asks what i do me personally and so often their next question is oh do you make good like they all they care about is how much money you make doing a thing and if you don't make good money doing a thing then it's like why are you even what's the point of even doing a thing if you're not instantly famous if you're not instantly bringing in good money then why would you do a thing and it's like it's not like it's it's a life's pursuit like i may not be doing that today but like there's potential to definitely make a living doing anything but sometimes it's just not the right time it's not the right place it's a diff- it's a different goal learning how to be monetarily successful has nothing to do with learning and growing and developing as an artist those things are completely like being a good artist has nothing to do with capitalism they are completely off like the the best movies don't make the most money the most popular movies do james cameron figured out the the equation to make a ton of money but they're also you may love james cameron movies but i would say the majority of people wouldn't consider them to be the best movies ever they tend to be very, you know, they touch on a lot of things. They, they, they're similar to a lot of other things, but they don't, they're not like the, the, the best. It's like fast food. People buy fast food way more than they go to a high-end restaurant. Doesn't mean that fast food's better. Just makes more money. Anyway, it's hard. And it takes time. It takes so much. Like you give up your life in solitude, not only dealing with people who don't understand what you're doing, don't understand your decisions, don't understand why making money is your your only concern in life. And then on top of that, it's hard. There's always the the self-doubt within yourself anyway. Like, am I on the right path? Am I doing the right things? Am I even able to get to the level that I want to be at? Like there's enough self-doubt in and of itself that you're dealing with than to have external pressures and external people putting pressure on you to quit, to give up, to do something else. It's just like, it's insane that anybody ever gets good at anything. It is insane. And it's like also not surprising that like people who come from money tend to be the ones who can sacrifice their lives to do a thing because they have their family money to live on. So it's it's not 
it's it's far less threatening to their existence you know and seeing it in this movie just reminds me of the, the many times throughout my life whether it's with podcasting whether it's art whether it's any of my creative pursuits like always oh you make good money what do you make like people just care about what money you make and depending on how much money you make that's how they're going to choose how to show you respect if you're making good money oh they're going to show you respect if you're not making any money oh you're just like oh you're just like it's a hobby what are you doing it's it's so painful it's painful to see that illustrated in a film but Let's take a quick break right now to talk about, are you a fan of original artwork and live events? Look no further than the Many Faces series by Ray Taylor and the weekly live stream over at youtube.com slash inspireddisorder. This ongoing series explores the endless possibilities of the human face through abstract ink paintings on paper, capturing unique expressions of emotion, mood, tone, and energy in just a few minimal features. Join me every Thursday at 4.20 Pacific Time as I paint live. Follow the Many Faces series and discover the endless possibilities of the human face. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be part of the action and own a piece of original artwork by me, Ray Taylor. Head to youtube.com slash inspireddisorder every Thursday to catch the live stream and visit inspireddisorder.com to browse and purchase the Many Faces artwork. And now, let's get back to the show. As a child, like this movie kind of jumps back and forth. Primarily, we're with him kind of as like a 20-year-old or so. It jumps to him being older a few times. It also jumps to him being a child and how his dad was uh, sang in this way, was made music in this way, and how he got into, we see how he got into wanting to be passionate about this thing, like his dad was, and then he kind of followed, and his dad showed him, like, oh, this is the person that's the best, and like he kind of, you know, in some ways got following in his father's footsteps as far as the passion for this music, right? And he's there's one scene where he's on a train ride, and he's talking to his dad's talking to other passengers and they're talking about this person that they're going to see this this master who in their opinion is only 50 his performances are 50 50 like sometimes they're amazing sometimes they're horrible right and the reasoning is that he's always experimenting and because he's always experimenting when it hits it's magical but when it misses it's noticeable which I can relate to that. You know, one thing I think any artist that is trying to grow, that is on this ever-growing path, that is trying to do new things, to grow what they can do, you have to constantly being be uh, experimenting to try new things, right? You're never going to grow if you're always doing the exact same thing always. You're never going to grow. There's no potential for it. And usually it's fear that people keep people because you have to, it's scary to experiment because you can fail. And especially if you're on a pedestal, has to probably even be more stressful, be more tedious, be more, there's more fear involved with experimenting. Right? So it makes sense. You need to, it's, it's important. It's, it's the only way to grow. Failure is the only way to grow. The only way to learn. It's seriously. 
And they also say that he loves his alcohol, right? No matter what time of day it is, helps his out. So there's like aspects where you find out that like this person that they put on the pedestal, his dad himself, that maybe they're not this perfect master. Maybe they're a human. Maybe they're an alcoholic. Maybe they don't always experiment. Maybe they just are hungover. Maybe they're too drunk, right? There's a lot of other reasons they could be doing bad performances as well. And then we see him when he's older, right, setting up his website. He's a teacher trying to teach other kids, kind of following in the footsteps of his teacher, of his guru in a lot of ways, passing on this love of this musical style to a younger generation, right? Keeping it alive, which is an important aspect to art, not only to be a master in a specific genre of artistic creation, but also to pass that on to other generations to keep it alive, right? And then <clears throat> he gets a call from his teacher, which even when he was younger, he was like the caretaker in a lot of ways for his teacher, right? And getting... So you're seeing him still, in many ways, the caretaker of his teacher, this guy who never, who studied under the master, right? That's why he went to go train with him. But him, he himself never got popularity. He lived a poor, simple life where this kid has to help him pay for his bills, pay for his medical bills a lot of the times, right? And then you also see him get sucked into just online discourse, which is just this past week, <laughs> I I have 100% sympathized when he's like on Facebook or whatever, and he's like going to comment back on people that are just like ignorantly talking shit. It is so sad how often that happens. And also so important for artists to stay off of social media, to stay out of comment sections on YouTube or Facebook or anything. Because people just like, it is so, it's like the easiest thing to do to be hateful online. And the most disgusting human beings will do the easiest thing online. Spend their entire lives just being the most disgusting human beings. And it's painful to see him get sucked into that as well. Right? He puts a lot of pressure on himself also. Right? He has this desire. And in a lot of ways, because of that pressure he puts on himself... He's trying to accelerate, trying to cut corners, right? He wants to be successful at this thing at a younger age. Like he's like it, he doesn't want to have to spend his entire life getting good. He just wants to be good. And because of that, he puts a lot of pressure on himself when he's younger, right? Right? And he doesn't, you know, he puts practice in, but he's just like he feels like he's kind of hit hit a a ceiling. Hasn't broken through, which happens. I find that it happens. Like, you'll get to a place, and it'll kind of plateau for a bit, and then something will happen, something will change, and then you'll be like, oh, you find a new level. And if you just focus on the journey, and you're not, like, focused on some magical destination that doesn't exist, like, you can just spend your entire life growing, experimenting, growing like this master did, and then eventually you can look back and be, like, amazed at where you used to be. But there's like there's this thing to that people do where they focus on some like magical destination of like, oh, I just need to get there and then I'm good. It's like there is no such thing. It is just a constant journey. 
you're constantly learning, constantly trying new things out, constantly seeing what works for you, seeing how you are able to do a, th a thing. And it's, it's uh, you know, you get to see how he's impatient with the whole thing. And his teachers encouraging him, you know, always encouraging him, wondering why he gets angry so fast, right? And his teacher told him, like, you need to practice until you're 40. Like, I never, I never stopped practicing until I was 40. And then I felt like I was at least at a level where I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm getting the hang of this thing, right? Telling him, that, like, it's going to take time. You got to, like, there's no shortcuts. You're not going to get there faster. Just because some people have, like, these abilities to get to a place, a level faster than others, doesn't mean that there's some magical secret for you to do it. And part of the lectures that he's listening to that I also t like connect with is that technique can be taught, but truth cannot, right? Like there's people love artists that have these technical abilities to do like ultra realistic stuff, right? Oh, the, the quality of, of their art is, is squarely based on how accurately they can create an image that looks realistic, right? versus actually having a style and developing a style and understanding your truth as it is and knowing the difference between the technique and the truth like the technique in a lot of ways is like you know just understanding fundamentals understanding how to use your tool tools understanding just basics but then once you understand those basics understand your tools then you realize how to create things in your own specific way, finding your own voice, finding your own truth. And I can like I connect with everything that he's listening to while he's riding his motorcycle, right? All those moments are my favorite. It's painful to see him struggle, but when he's listening to those moments cuz I've like listened to plenty of people that have, you know, I've cherry picked from different people saying similar things in different ways. And it's all true, I would say, in many ways. And just, it's amazing how many people just obsess over technique and they think that's all that matters. Like imagination has nothing to do with art to some people. It's just how accurately you can translate, how, how much you can perform like a Xerox machine. How, how accurately you can replicate an image like a photograph is somehow the sign of a quote-unquote good artist, which is kind of insane. And it's just he's having problems, finding his groove, finding his thing, struggling, he's stuck, right? And he's always using his mood as an excuse. He's always making excuses for, th for stuff, right, for not performing well. Like he's one moment he's blaming organizers. Oh, it's their fault. They, they got me out of my head or whatever. And it's just like, you're probably just not experienced. You're, it's just an aspect of the overall thing. Like performance is so far removed from practicing, so far removed from technique. Like these other little things that you just don't have experience doing. And instead of understanding that, and just learning and gaining experience doing those things so they don't become a problem instead of just making an excuse that that's the reason.
Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention. All, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor Show, Show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high-quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspiredDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. And no matter how much advice his teacher gives him, he's just, you know, ignores it. He doesn't want to listen. He wants to, he wants the easy. Everybody wants the easy answers. Everybody wants the shortcut. And I noticed while watching that there's a couple scenes where it's just like him masturbating in his room, to, uh, looking at his laptop. And at first I didn't notice it, but the second time they show it, you could tell that his laptop is blacked out. Like at first it just seems like he is masturbating to audio porn. Or like he's watching it on something else. But then you realize that, no, they just blacked out his screen. They censored his laptop screen for whatever reason. And uh, interesting, weird piece of censorship that I noticed while watching this. And then it jumps back to him at one point when he's younger and he's sitting down to talk to this writer who's like accumulated this massive collection of like unique recordings that nobody else has access to. And they end up talking about this person that this kid considers to be the master that his teacher studied with. And this writer starts basically uncovering all of the taking this person off of the pedestal and, and talking about how it's like, oh, they weren't really that great. Like they they said they were that great. They had a reputation or whatever. They were able to convince a bunch of people that they were great, but they weren't great and talking shit about his teacher, why he never got successful is because he never was able to get over his stage fright. And eventually he gets like angry hearing all of these things that are that are, you know, tarnishing his his view of these people that he worships. And throws some water in his face, and it's like, it's it's there's good reason not to put people on pedestals because when you same reason why people say don't meet your heroes when you find out the reality of people, like you may not want to know the reality. You may want to keep their myth as this kind of guiding light, like motivation for you, but kind of a kind of a bummer, and like part of the the thing where it's like it it adds to his doubt of why he is even doing this is it even worth it like i'm i'm following these people's advice and their teachings and their words and do i discount everything they say like are the words that she's saying about this lifestyle are they even true which you know very much a weird thing to kind of confront like are all of these things and ideas that i've used to motivate myself and to keep me driven and to keep me on this path are all of those things bullshit are they even real like i have i been led down a a wrong path with all of this it's it's interesting all of the different things it brings up and you see him kind of like struggling with that as he's older like what am i even doing i mean constantly the 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 feeling of constantly questioning yourself i feel that all the time i mean you, especially once you sacrifice so much when you're like 40 years old 
living in your friend's garage, right? Still struggling, still trying to figure things out and spending all of your time alone focusing on this journey and to think about like, am I even like, is this ever going to work for me? Am I ever going to get to a place where I'm going to be able to survive? Am I ever going to be like comfortable? Am I ever going to be like enjoy life outside of this? It's all of those things are, are part of this movie, right? And even the, the there's a great contrast that happens where they have a show that's like American Idol. I forget what they call it in this movie, but it's like there's different scenes in this where he's like looking at the TV and there's this girl who sings in his style of Indian classical. And in the process of her going through these auditions on this American Idol type show, she be she ends up selling out. She does the thing that on his recording, like if you want to make money, if you want to have a family and be comfortable, then don't follow this path. Go make popular music. And you see how she does and start to make popular music and see how she's finding success and fame and recognition. All of these things that part of him wants, but he's trying to do it one of the most difficult ways that doesn't even get close to guaranteeing that being a future outcome. And seeing that contrast, seeing how this person on the TV started off doing what he's doing and then is finding exponential success and notoriety and support. Like there's clips of like, Oh, her family was very supportive. Her whole town was supportive. Meanwhile, everybody around this guy is like questioning every life choice that he's ever made. It provides a great contrast between what he's doing and what somebody else might be doing. Right. Putting like putting like, following trends chasing trends making pop stuff versus becoming the best version of yourself in a specific lane another struggle just one of many struggles right <clears throat> and ultimately you find out that this guy just has a love for this art form and wants to preserve this art form whether he's able to participate in it at a high level or not, it is something that he is passionate about and ultimately does what he can to preserve it. Donating tapes to libraries, starting this foundation at the end to preserve this, this specific style of North Indian classical music, I think in a way is very beautiful, right? Still, whether he's, despite not being able to live up to a certain goal, like he... Whatever goal he may have had being some kind of famous singer in this art form is still able to be a monumental part of the history of that art form in preserving it and keeping it available and making it accessible to a new generation. So I don't know. It's it's kind of a a nice ending in this ultimately this struggle that he's going through. Right. And it shows how difficult it can be to follow a path of art as an artist. You know, finding out the truth about those who you put on pedestals, right? Coming to grips with your own limitations and realizing the goal you set, like, weren't really real to begin with. Like, instead of just 
accepting this journey, this lifelong journey to have some imaginary goal that you may never, that may never even be attainable. Also trying to do a thing that like most people will never understand, will never appreciate, right? Most people just never be able to appreciate your success unless it's monetary success. That's like the only time that they will consider what you do to be a success, right? People in your art form may realize your contributions and your success in a different way that everybody else will based on the monetary value that you're able to acquire, right? And, you know, having that contrasted with the trendy musician and on, you know, artists that, that love that. And it's, you know, the purity of the work created from the heart. Is it even worth the sacrifice, right? Is the struggle and the pain of that kind of life worth the sacrifice to live like just a normal life? What, like, is it even worth it? Anyway, I thought, you know, a great movie, uh, especially for me specifically, I would imagine the majority of people wouldn't like it. Either way, I loved it. Thank you all for checking out this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on The Disciple. Uh, it is The Disciple, right? Yeah, The Disciple. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and subscribe there. Leave your comments. Be nice, please. I could use positivity. Uh, but until next time, enjoy your show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.